2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 11, and it says this, For we who live are constantly, everybody say constantly, being given over to death, let's just, let's just equate that to trouble, tribulation, trial, circumstance, for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be made manifest in our flesh. The reason that we as believers, especially in this day of persecution that is going all across the world, the reason that there is such pressure coming on the church right now is that God is breaking His bride. He is breaking His bride with the intention of purifying her and bringing her to that glorious state that He has called her to. And some of you, let me be so bold, I'm jumping ahead of my notes. Some of you are in situations because of sin, the consequences of sin. God will allow people to suffer the consequences of sin in order to break. We don't like to preach like that, but that's just the facts. God will allow you to suffer consequence. God will also allow circumstances, in other words, things above and beyond your control that don't really have anything to do with you that are just natural in life to come and put you in a, in a, in a pinch, in a bind that is bigger than you, that is greater than you. He will also use, frankly, He will also use the devil. I heard a man say one time, he said, the devil is like a roaring lion. Yes, he is like a roaring lion, but he is a devil that is on God's leash. He's a devil that is on God's leash. God in his wisdom and in his power can, can even use the plans of the enemy to bring glory to his church, to bring glory to his people. And everybody that's up here tonight, you're up here for different reasons. A circumstance beyond your control. Maybe it's sin. That's okay. The Bible says all have sinned and all have fallen short. There is nobody throwing stones tonight. Come on. And maybe it's straight up the enemy. But I want you to know the reason that you are there is God is putting you in a place. He, he has got you right where He wants you, whether you realize it or not. God has got you right where He wants you. Because he is getting ready to bring something out of you that is going to do a work in you that's going to glorify his name. How many of you believe that? Come on, we, yes, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Even in tribulation, even in trial and tribulation, Paul talked about, I glory in those things. So with every hand back, come on, all of those of you that are up here tonight, I, I, I am I, I'm hit all over my notes. I, we're just going to, can we just be obedient to the Lord tonight? Is this okay? All of you that are up here, I need some prayer warriors. I need some Holy Ghost filled prayer warriors. I need some teenagers that got filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on up here. I heard reports of teenagers that got filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on up here. I want you to start laying hands and praying the fire down. Come on, church. How many of you believe in victory in this place tonight? You believe in victory. Yes. All kinds of people needing breakthrough. This place of brokenness you find yourself in, there doesn't seem to be an answer. This is all God setting things up. It's okay. 
Pastor John, we're, we're going to worship the Lord. And we're going to pray in this time of brokenness for some breakthrough. And then we're going to let the Lord be Lord. We're going to see what happens. If we preach, we preach. If we don't, we don't. How many of you all right with that? Come on, let's serve the Lord tonight as they sing.
some people tonight. I want you to hear the word of the Lord. 
I want you to hear some promises from God. How many of you ready for some promises of the Lord of, of God's scripture? This is what the word says. And you take these promises and you claim them for your own. Listen to what it says in Psalm 34 and 18. It says that the Lord is near the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. If that's you, raise your hand. Now claim it for yourself. It goes on to say this in Psalm 51 and 17. It says the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. He goes on to say in Isaiah 66 and 2, to this one I will look to him who is humble and contrite of spirit and who trembles at my word. These are promises of the Word of God for you no matter what situation you find yourself in right now. These are promises in the Word of God. And you see, whenever you're facing that trial, when you're facing that dilemma, when you're facing that struggle, whatever it may be, whether it's something due to sin, whether it's from the enemy himself, whether it's, it's just a consequence or an issue of life, you grab hold of that Word and you get it way down deep in your soul. I taught on this Thursday night. It's one thing to hear the word up here, but it's another thing to get the word in here because you live from here. And if you don't have the word in here, you don't know how to live from your soul because we live by our minds and our wills and our emotions. And strongholds get built up in our, li in our lives. We, if we're not careful, we believe lies from the enemy. But God says, I want to replace the strongholds that the enemy has set up in your life with a stronghold of the Word of God. You know, God wants to build some strongholds in your life too. Are you hearing me? So that whenever, whenever struggle and, and things come against you, it meets the stronghold. It meets the stronghold of the Word of God in your life. Listen, I feel led of the Lord. I, I, I want to get this point out right here. I felt, I felt checked of God. I need to get this point out. If I don't say anything else tonight, I need to get this out. I said earlier that God does not always break us for the things that we have done wrong. If you look in the book of Job... And you study the life of Job. There's a scripture in the book of Job, and I'm totally paraphrasing here, that basically says that Job was a righteous man. It says that he was a holy man. And now, we don't interpret that to mean that he was sinless. He was not Jesus. Come on, somebody. He was not perfect. But he was a man that God respected, that God honored in and of himself. And you know the story of Job. You can read about it if you don't. But but we all have a generic understanding. He went through unbelievable trials and struggles and all of this kind of stuff. We understand that. Nowhere in that, that book does it say that the struggle, that the test came on Job due to sin. God was not punishing him by allowing those things in his life due to sin. That's not why it happened. You see, I believe that the reason that God allowed those things to come into Job's life was so that Job would understand God in a totally new and deeper way. Are you hearing me, church? The word goes on to say this toward the end. There's a passage of scripture in Job, and Job said this, 
after the fact. Everybody say after the fact. After all the struggle, after all the tribulation, after all the trial and the loss and everything and the recovery, and Job is taking an inventory. He's kind of sitting there and he's, he, he's trying to get some understanding. And then revelation hit him. And the revelation was this. He said, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you Therefore, I retract and I repent in dust and ashes. So here's my point saying all that. The breaking that Job went through was for Job's good. So that Job could encounter God in a way that he had never encountered God before. That was it. You see, I think there's so many people in the church world, so many Christians that they get saved, they got their ticket punched to heaven, and then we have a natural tendency to then go sit on the sidelines and pass the time until we die. And God says, that is not the kind of glory that I've called you to. That is not the kind of life that God is calling you to. So God has a way of taking people that feel like they want to just take the easy road and sit on the sidelines, he's got a way of coming along and shaking things up in your life. How many of you ever had God shake things up in your life? Yeah. And if we're not careful, we sit there and we say, God, I don't understand. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily doing anything wrong. I, you know, I'm trying to, to, to love you. I pay my tithe. We go through all these kinds of thoughts, all this kind of reasoning. And the whole time God is saying he is trying to get you to a place of brokenness and utter dependence upon Him. God is not interested in your comfort, but He is interested in your dependence and brokenness before Him. That went over like a lead balloon. He is interested and He wants to seek true brokenness before God because it's then that He can begin to do the work in your life and elevate you and He will use whatever means necessary to get your attention. And so while we go this path of brokenness, usually I've done it before too, we go down this path of brokenness, kicking and screaming and not understanding and God, why God, why God, and all this kind of stuff. And the whole time God is orchestrating your life to bring about something good for his kingdom's sake. Are y'all getting this tonight? It's, it's, it's heavy in here right now. This is the word. Come on, somebody. And when he can get you to that place of brokenness, you will experience him at a level unlike anything you've had before. How many of you want to experience God? He's more than just the word. Oh, he is the word. But he is a God who can be experienced and lived. And listen, I, 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 just come on. Every hand raised, whether you're seated in your chair or not, every hand raised. Y'all raised your hands. You said, we want to experience God. I need you to push in just a little bit more. Come on, I need you to push in just a little bit more. Some of you are going through the literal fight and the struggle of your life. And you don't understand. If there's things you need to repent of, how many of you know that it's okay to repent in the year 2021 in the church? We always won't make excuses for everything, but God is a God who still requires repentance. 
And when you repent, God will honor that and he will move in your life. He will move in your situation and he will answer your prayers. Come on, church. Every hand raised in unison. Let's worship the Lord. Pastor John's going to sing a little more. If you need prayer, I want to invite you up here today. I'm not going to call a massive altar call, but if you want prayer, if you're at that place of brokenness, if you need a place of breakthrough, you've got to come through a place of brokenness. So I invite you to come one more time. Go ahead, Pastor John. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. And when the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. Yes, my God will never fail. Oh, my God will never fail. Cause I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory For the battle belongs to the Lord I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory For the battle belongs to the Lord oh. Jesus and every war he wages he will win and I'm not backing down from any giants cause I know how this story ends I know how this story ends I'm gonna see a victory
Surround. 
Praise the name of the Lord. This is God's house. His house is full of blessing. Sometimes we make it too hard trying to understand God. It won't be that hard if you'll just believe God. That nothing's impossible for God. That this place has been ordained as a meeting place with God. And we should never walk through those doors again without an expectation that I am walking into the presence of God. God is doing something in the lives of all of us. There is a transformation taking place and I want to say we are so blessed, each and every single one of us, to be a part of what God is doing. And we should never take this for granted. There is a move of God moving in the church of God, the palace of praise. And God is here. And God is blessing. We have to keep responding to the presence of God. And God is going to turn your life upside down for a purpose. To help turn this city upside down for the glory of God. So I think if you would, everybody stand before we dismiss. God has blessed this day. He's blessed us this morning. He's blessed us tonight. Why? because we're in the house of blessing. So one more time before you leave today, can you bless him with your praise? Come on, come on, give him some high praise. Come on. He's worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun till the going down of the same, he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you. You're dismissed when you're ready to leave.